Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, of course. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you, especially today, because we'll be talking about Angelina Jolie's films and her rise to fame. This is a timely topic, I think, because Maleficent earned more money during opening weekend than any other Jolie film. And she is currently winning acclaim for her portrayal of the title role in this new Disney production. But what are Angelina's best films and performances? And why has she become such an iconic figure worldwide? Happily, we'll be hearing from film critic A.J. Hockery, also known as the Mad Movie Man, who will share his responses to those questions with us and more. A.J., as most of you know, is one of our favorite guests. He contributes film reviews to Classic Movie Guide and Review Express, as well as to TerrorTube, Real Talk Movie Reviews, and his own popular blog, CineSlice. That's C-I-N-E-S-L-I-C-E. But first, I want to remind all of our listeners um, who are listening live today that the chat room is open, and I hope our chatters will share their opinions about Angelina Jolie's movies and performances with us. And here, here are a few of her movie titles to jog your memory. Girl Interrupted, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, Changeling, Original Sin, Salt, Bone Collector, The Tourist, A Mighty Heart, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, Wanted, Beyond Borders, and Hackers. I'd like to bring AJ on now, and although he couldn't be with us live today, he agreed to an early morning interview yesterday. So, let's listen to that conversation right now. Hi, AJ. Thank you so much for joining us to discuss Angelina Jolie and her films and fame. Anytime. Glad to be able to pitch in, Betty Jo. Well, we're always happy when you're part of our show. But, you know, AJ, I was just uh, thinking, I just thought about this this morning. Can you guess what you and Angelina Jolie have in common? Hmm. uh, I would say the same smashing body. (laughs) <laughs> well, that wasn't the response that I was expecting. God, <laughs> but, but I, the one I was expecting, that you, you're both mentioned in my Confessions of a Movie Addict memoir, and, and you know I wrote that book back in 2001. And, and here's what I included about you. Is it okay if I, if I read it to you? <laughs> as long as it's still flattering, go right ahead. I think I think it is. Well, it's in a section about age being no barrier to communication among uh, movie fans on the on the web, and and then here it goes. Quote. One of my email buddies is A.J. Hockery, 
a 16-year-old movie critic in Wisconsin's <laughs> Twin City area. He called his first website Confessions of a Teenage Movie Fanatic, and his passion for films almost equals mine, unquote. Well, you see, uh, time really flies when you're having fun at the movie, so here we are. Uh, at, still at it at over, what, 14 or 15 years later? <laughs> and just, in the just same, about. That's a long time. It is. And in the same book, there's a photo of Angelina Jolie sitting next to me on a, a sofa during my interview of her and Johnny Lee Miller about their uh, 1995 film Hackers. That's when I first became interested in Angelina, because even then she showed such impressive star potential. But, you know, A.J., I never dreamed she would become the iconic film actress that she is today. Yeah, same here. So let's actually... talk about our favorite subject movie. So in your opinion, what are Angelina Jolie's top films on performances and why? Well, for her, when I uh, saw this question, I looked through her uh, IMDb uh, filmography. There's a couple of movies on there where I liked the performance, but not the movie so much. So this is kind of more of a my favorite performances of hers, as opposed to uh, okay. you know just her best overall movies. But some of the movies I did like, uh, in, in no particular order, I did think uh, Angelina Jolie. Uh, absolutely stole the show in the underrated Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, where she played the one-eyed Frankie, the captain of the Sky Navy, and she was just having so much fun in that movie. And it was just kind of weird that, you know, uh, Jude Law and Gwyneth Paltrow were the stars of that movie, and they gave kind of... uh, kind of bored performances, but Angelina Jolie was just like, right on, let's go get them men, like, with the British accent and everything, and she was just having a blast, and I thought she was really good in there. So, Sky Captain, The World of Tomorrow, I really liked. I also... Oh, uh, that's an interesting, that's an interesting one. Go on. <laughs> yep, and another one is uh, one of my uh, favorite movies of uh, 2007, and that was Beowulf, the uh, uh, motion capture animated one from uh, Robert Zemeckis where she played uh, Grendel's mother. And the scene where uh, Ray Winstone as uh, Beowulf goes into her lair and she appears just kind of as this hybrid of like monster and Angelina Jolie trying to tempt him and manipulate him into basically uh, just kind of giving in to her. And it was just like, it was just so creepy. She wasn't in the movie that much, but it was a very effective scene. Just very disturbing. I thought it was just really, really cool and well done. And uh, Julie gave a great vocal performance there, too. Interesting. Uh, I hadn't thought about uh, Beowulf. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. So you've got Sky Captain on the World of Tomorrow and Beowulf. What what else do, do you have? All right, I also had one that uh, I'm, I'm going to catch a lot of flack for liking this one. It was kind of a bit of, bit of a flop when it came out, and I know not a whole lot of people enjoyed it, but I had a complete blast with it, and that was The Tourist with her and uh, Johnny Depp. It was kind of di- it was dismissed as another one of these movies where it's pretty people doing pretty things, and uh, it was, but at least it, it was a film that invited you in with the fun, 
as opposed to something like, you know, like Ocean's 12, which was just kind of like you were looking in going, oh, wow, it sure seems like a good time they're having there. I wish I could be having it. But the tourists invited you in. It was a very lighthearted caper movie, and Johnny Depp did a, did a fun job. And then uh, Angelina, of course, was in there as the, uh, the femme fatale and her uh, wordplay and just her uh, banter back and forth with Depp was just really entertaining. And I got a kick out of the tourist, and I know a lot of people did not, so I, I got to give credit to that one. Well, you're not going to get any flack from me on that movie. Because, there we go. Yeah, I I was very surprised at the, at the negativity of the uh, critics for that uh, movie because there there was a lot of things um, there were a lot of things happening in that movie that um, by the time you got to, you might have been confused while it was going on and but by the time it ended you knew that that the acting that was being done was extremely appropriate for the film. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't have been any different, any better. And um, I, I agree with you. I thought it was a film that did invite you in, and and uh, they did look like they were having a lot of fun. Uh, I may be biased because uh, Angelina Jolie and uh, Johnny Depp are two of my my favorites, but um, but I have passed once in a while, not often. But I'm I'm with you on the on the tourist. I'm so glad you have that on your list. So you've got Sky Captain, The World of Tomorrow, Beowulf, and The Tourist. And what's uh, number four on your list? All right, number four on the list would be The Bone Collector, and it's one that not a whole lot of yeah. people remember. I think it was a fairly decent sized hit in its day. Remember more because you know it's Denzel Washington playing a uh, I think a quadriplegic. He was in bed for a lot of the movie, and like there's that really, really tense scene where he's, like, crawling in that really, really tiny gap, and it just gets you on the edge. You're like, no, 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 get out of there, get out of there. But Angelina Jolie was in there, and that was right around when her career started really taking off. I think that was the same year she did uh, Girl Interrupted and Pushing Pin, and that's where she was really starting to emerge as this actress to look out for. And she just did a good, straightforward a uh, fun job as a uh, you know the fresh faced but you know determined uh, uh, police officer who you know helped out uh, Denzel try and catch a killer and it was just it kind of demonstrates her uh, her ability you know she has these you know very high profile you know what some people would call Oscar bait performances but then she can uh, turn around and do uh, a commercial project and just do uh, straightforward just a good. Uh, good job in there and the bone collector was uh one case like that yes i i agree with you on that one um it's not among my uh top uh jolie films and performances but i i was very impressed with both denzel washington and angelina jolie in that movie and i know that it, that denzel couldn't couldn't do a lot of uh, you know body language because he was a paraplegic yeah. so he had to do all of his action with his facial expressions but that restricted angelina's uh, range of uh, motion too because she had to be in his line of in his line of sight and so the two played off each other so so well and most of the acting was in their you know in their facial 
expressions and and uh, in that in that movie the the eyes had it for sure because there was a lot going <laughs> on there <laughs> and so I that's another one I'm glad that you reminded people of if dear listeners if you haven't seen the bone collector that's one that uh, that you shouldn't miss so you've got the bone collector sky captain in the world of tomorrow beowulf and the tourist so what what's your uh, number 5 all right, my number five one is a movie that uh, I didn't care for, but uh, Angelina was very good in it, I'll admit that, and I do believe, I want to say she did get a lot of awards of recognition for it, I think she got nominations for it, which was uh, Changeling, the Clint Eastwood movie, where her uh, son is uh, kidnapped, and the police bring back this boy and say, this is your son, and she goes, no, this is not my son, and she's mistreated over the course of the movie, you know, by the public and by the by the law and basically shuttered away in, like, this mental asylum and she's just trying to just hang on to hope that she's going to get her uh, actual son back and get the word out of uh, all the horrible things that have happened to her. Uh, it, it, was a, it was kind of a melodramatic movie. Uh, there, uh, it just kind of just did go on and on and on. There was just so much misery, and it was very easy to get bogged down on it. But Angelina, she did give a very uh, good performance in there. She was, you know, very spirited, very determined, and uh, she definitely was the emotional center of that movie. Uh, there was a lot of times I just kind of wanted to press stop on that, but her performance is what uh, kept me going and see, okay, i got to see uh, what happens in there just because of her. Well, that's well said about that movie. I kind of have the same feeling about it, but um, she she did. Did get enough for her role in the cha- in Changeling, and I think that was a well well deserved nomination. Now it's my turn to tell you what my what my favorites are. And you mentioned already uh, that uh, Angelina had uh, uh, had uh, won her Oscar for Best Supporting Actress in Girl Interrupted, and that is definitely on my list because. Uh, that's really where she started. She really stood out uh, to me, and mm-hmm. I said, "Whoa, something is going to, you know, this this has to be, this has to be recognized, uh, you know, during the award season." Uh, you know, AJ. Sometimes in a in a movie, there's one uh, one performance that is just so fantastic that uh, it kind of ruins the it kind of ruins the the movie for the rest of the actors <laughs> and i thought that was what was happening in girl interrupted because uh you uh, angelina jolie was doing such a great job that when she wasn't on the screen all you could think about was when is that character coming back on the screen i mean it was such a uh, tour de force performance that uh, that's all you could think about so i kind of felt sorry for um winona Ryder, who was doing a good job but uh, she was just overshadowed by uh by angelina's uh, performance in this uh, movie which was a, a very good movie and uh, it, it was kind of hard to watch at times because it was about psychiatric patients but um, she certainly stole the show in Girl Interrupted. Uh, so I'm glad you I'm glad you at least mentioned that. And um, it's definitely on my list of top five Angelina Jolie films and performances. And I can't leave out 
Maleficent. Maybe that's because it's fresh in my mind. I've just been thinking about it ever since seeing it um, on the first day that it that, that it was released. Have you seen it yet, AJ? I haven't gotten the chance to, no, and I've heard kind of mixed opinions on it. Uh, people are pretty divided down the middle on this one, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes when I do see it, but I do want to see it at some point. Oh, yes, I hope you do see it. Uh, of course, she, she stands out in that. I was expecting kind of a, a campy, over-the-top performance, but she treats this, so, this role so seriously and again it's in her she it's in her facial expressions just subtle facial expressions all the emotions that this character goes uh, goes through the movie itself is gorgeous it's directed by uh, robert stromberg who has only um, never directed a movie before now he's won um, art direction oscars for uh, allison what but so you know that that's what he's thinking about is making practically every scene look like a work of art, and he mm-hmm. I think he really succeeds in it. But Angelina just she just uh, disappears into this into this character and um, makes it so real. Of course, the costumes and the makeup help for sure in that. So, Girl Interrupted and Maleficent. Um, please let me know what you think about Maleficent when you when you see it i i think um i think you'll i think you'll find that it's uh it, it's a very unusual movie and one one i i hope that gets a number of oscar nominations and then salt is definitely on my list uh, talk about commanding the screen angelina jolie in salt is just i mean she she does her own stunts she is just just absolutely fantastic in this movie. Now, this is the this is the movie where you'll remember she plays a CIA agent who may or may not be working for the Russians, and we're we're not sure about that. That's what keeps our interest. Is she loyal to the United States or to Russia? But either way, she's a marvel to watch. She she runs frantically through traffic. She hangs from a window ledge. She leaps from one speeding vehicle to another. She shoots almost everyone in her way. And at the same time, she's trying to hide her emotions about the man she loves. And I, th- I think that um, that Jolie's Evelyn Salt is uh, Laura, is like uh, Lara Croft on speed. <laughs> I mean, she says <laughs> all. <laughs> did you happen to see Salt? I did, and uh, it's unfortunate. I didn't really care for that one all that much. I remember it's one of those movies where I remember going to the theater. I remember seeing the poster for it and the trailers. I remember sitting down there watching the movie. I could barely tell you a single thing about what happened in that. It was just kind of washed over me, went in one ear and out the other. And I'm like, oh, two hours of my life is gone. But uh, And I don't know what happened. But I know a lot of people did really, really like Salt. And uh, so I, I won't begrudge them for liking it. But for me, it just it didn't leave an impression on me for the action or for Angelina. Oh, well, nobody's perfect, AJ. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, you might try it again. I hear there's there's a, that there's a, a sequel coming, Salt Two. So maybe that one, maybe you'll enjoy that one better. That was like me with Lara Croft. I didn't like the first uh, Lara Croft at all. I just thought it was, uh, you know, cut out characters and uh, video game ish. And- yeah, I didn't care for either one of those movies. 
I did like the second Lara Croft. I did enjoy that. I thought they did a, a much better job, and so did Angelina Jolie, so I'm in good company. My fourth movie is Beyond Borders which uh, she co-starred with Clive Owen, and they had some wonderful chemistry together. And uh, I think this movie uh, helped her get interested in a number of humanitarian uh, causes because she played this, uh, this lady that had lived in a posh and sheltered life in England back in 1984. And then she meets this fiery doctor, played by Clive Owen, who crashes a fundraising ball with a starving African boy, and so she begins to question her priorities and comes in the causes she believes in, and uh, she travels to uh, Africa, Cambodia, and Chechnya to help him, and even puts her uh, own life in danger. It was quite an experience for her to be, uh, you know, be traveling, and, and I mean, in these uh, various countries, and she was really enjoyed the movie, sort of an epic uh, war-torn war story, uh, which I really enjoyed. And Original Sin, this is the one I get the flack on, AJ. <laughs> and you know why. <laughs> because it's overblown. Yeah, it's overblown, implausible, but I think it's one of the most watchable movies ever. Probably because I, I really do enjoy watching Antonio Banderas, Be Still My Heart. <laughs> and he and Angelina Jolie just sizzled on a screen. They were so good together. I just I hope they, they play together again. But he was a man obsessed with her. She was the femme fatale that he desires, and they both just fit their, their parts. I I enjoyed every minute of that movie, and I watch it every time it shows on on TV. Well, I think we um, I, I, we did, we don't always agree on things, and we we certainly didn't agree with our top five um, movies and performances. They're they're completely different, but um, I hope the the listeners have heard from us about they missed and they they might want to they might want to see. And thank heavens for Netflix and DVDs. I'm wondering why uh, has become such a iconic worldwide uh, figure. What 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 has been happening with her that that's brought her to this status? Well, like I said earlier, uh, she's one of those actresses uh, who has been able to cross over, and you know, she's done art movies. She's started to direct. Uh, uh, movies herself. Uh, I believe a couple years ago she did a movie called uh, In the Land of Blood and Honey, and I think later this year she's directing something. I forget the name of it, and uh, it's based off a script by uh, the Cohen brothers, Joel and Ethan Cohen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's, she's one of those movies where she can work in the art world, and uh, she can do uh, big commercial movies like she can do Assault, she can do. Uh, Maleficent, like these uh, big summer blockbusters where it's action and special effects, but then she can move on to something like Girl Interrupted, where it's uh, definitely a lot more uh, bleak movie. Uh, calls uh, calls for her to give a lot emotionally into her uh, performance and deals with tough subject matter. So I think she has appealed to you know the the mainstream moviegoers who just want to go to the movies and escape and have a good time, and then the those who go to you know for stories and uh, 
uh, you know, kind of more emotionally riveting performances and stuff that's uh, a lot more uh, difficult to execute. I think she's moved comfortably in between those two worlds, plus, you know, her charity work and all that that she's done throughout the years has uh, definitely made her something, uh, a person that people have uh, aspired to be like. Well, I think that's that's true. Everything that you've said is true. I agree wholeheartedly. And I was uh, checking on Internet Movie Database uh, about her international charities and honors. And, and just listen to this this list. She served as Goodwill Ambassador for the United Nations Commission on Refugees. She's visited 20 countries as a UN Goodwill Ambassador. She adopted a Vietnamese boy, a Cambodian boy refugee, and an Ethiopian girl refugee. She was voted Citizen of the World, an award from the United Nations Correspondents Association. She was named an official citizen of Cambodia by the king there for her ongoing efforts to help the environment in Cambodia. She donates the profits from her book, Notes from My Travels, to the UN Commission for Refugees, and she devotes a third of her total income to charity. Uh, I also read that she claims to wa- uh, she wants to spend most of her time in humanitarian efforts now because that's more exciting than being in a movie. So you've got to admire her, and people throughout the world evidently uh, have a, a very good feeling about her. But that's quite an impressive list, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. There are actresses and even actors who just have enough trouble, you know, just uh, – staying in trouble, just staying on the straight and narrow, just not getting in the tabloid news for uh, drugs or some other criminal offenses, and then she is just excelling in all these areas and providing so much hope and giving so much to others in the world, so, you know, definitely kudos to her for that. Well, she certainly did, uh, you know, changed a lot. Uh, from from the when she first started out in movies, and I, I was wondering if you think that the publicity surrounding uh, her role in the breakup of the Jennifer Aniston-Brad Pitt uh, marriage has hurt or, or helped her career? I, I, I think yeah, it definitely was the subject, you know, of a lot of focus, you know, even as much as I try to avoid even just looking at the covers of the tabloid magazines or watching uh, gossip shows or anything, like just the news coverage of that whole affair was just inescapable, but I don't think it really hurt her or helped her in any way. Uh, I know uh, back when I was still working at the video store when uh, the tourists came out and I was recommending it, I remember this one woman said uh, she didn't want to watch it because she was an adulteress. And so, you know, there's you're going to have people like that, but I don't think overall it really hurt her all that much or uh, helped her in any way. I think uh, her career trajectory, uh, I think it probably would have been just around the same because she had already been very well established by the time all that took over. I'm pretty sure it helped the movie out. uh, I'm pretty sure it made a couple extra dollars than it would have if uh, she and uh, Brad had just remained uh, friends or coworkers. But I don't think it really affected her career all that much in the end. Uh, the movie you're talking about is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, yep, that's Mr. the movie that they were were making, and it, she kind of reminds me. Uh, she's like a uh, the Elizabeth Taylor <laughs> that situation. 
Uh, and uh, when Elizabeth Taylor broke up the marriage that Debbie Reynolds had to, to Eddie Fisher, and it was quite a scandal at the time, but that didn't seem to hurt Elizabeth's career a lot. So, and Elizabeth Taylor was very into uh, giving to charities too. So, I, I don't think that uh, that I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that that uh, actually hurt her career. Well, to be fair, uh, we talked about all uh, all of uh, great the great performances that. Uh, Angelina has given, but we should uh, talk now go, uh, about the other extreme. What movies have uh, Angelina, Angelina Jolie made that you think are her worst ones? <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry to disappoint you on this one. I am going to have to single out two of the movies that you put on your uh, top list. Oh, what else is new? What else is new, AJ? (laughs) Which are Original Sin, I'm sorry, which is like like the anti-the-tourist. It is pretty people doing things that I just couldn't care less about. It was just a completely ridiculous movie. (laughs) Original Sin and Beyond Borders, which, like, if, if you thought, like, Salt, if I thought Salt was a forgettable movie, I hadn't realized that that movie existed until I went to IMDb. I'm like, oh, yeah, she made that. I watched that. I don't remember anything about it except just being just totally bored the whole time despite its good intentions. So, unfortunately, yeah, Beyond Borders and Original Sin did not care for those that much. Uh, Another one, a slightly controversial pick, is Girl Interrupted because... uh, Right, right before like her, she herself, she did just fine. But I read the book uh, right before oh. the movie came out, and I was a big fan of the book. Like it was very emotionally harrowing. I thought it was so well written, and then the movie was just—it it was kind of—it was basically Oscar baity. Everyone was just being melodramatic and yelling and screaming and. Like it, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so maybe I should give it a second chance someday. But I just thought it was just so over the top, and it was just hard to take seriously a lot of the time, even with the the subject matter at hand. So I just did not care for Girl Interrupted very much at all. And the the other two I got to put on here are ones where Angelina, like despite her you know uh, dominating personality, just really got shuffled off to the side in, like, these very uh, boring vehicles. One was uh, The Good Shepherd with uh, Matt Damon and uh, Robert De Niro, where she basically got pushed to the Mm -hmm. sidelines as the wife. That's pretty much all she had to do in there was just worry about how emotionally detached her uh, husband was getting and cry and worry a lot. And it was just an incredibly boring movie overall, just completely uninvolving. Um, and uh, the other one would be uh, Alexander, the Oliver Stone epic that, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. wasted so many talents in that movie of, uh, you know, Val Kilmer, Colin Farrell, Jared Leto, and uh, Anthony Hopkins. And uh, Angelina tried hard. She was kind of a, a Grendel's mother type of figure in that one where she was very manipulative and trying to pull strings from behind the scenes. But uh, it was just—it was just an overblown uh, movie. Just not a whole lot of interesting stuff going on. It was just 
it was just a pretty uninteresting movie. It was pretty to look at a lot of the times, especially Angelina. But, uh, yeah, I just ultimately didn't really care for that one at all. So those would be my five worst for Angelina Jolie's stuff. Well, I'm I'm going to get back at you because I'm putting Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow on ah. my <laughs> and fair, fair yes, enough, fair did, enough. She did look snappy in that for that, but I thought that whole movie it had kind of a fun look to it. But again, the the characters to me were just you know cardboard cutouts. And I'd already mentioned uh, Lara Croft uh, Tomb Raider, so I don't have to talk more more about that. And uh, as I said before, even Angelie, Angelina Jolie agrees with me about that. But um, the one that I think is uh, uh, the worst of all is a movie called Life or Something Like It, Ooh, and yeah. uh, that was supposed to be that was supposed to be a comedy. But here's here's a uh, a comedy about um, uh, a woman who ha- only has what a week to live. So uh, that didn't seem to me like it was very funny at all. And um, uh, this was supposed to be Angelina's uh, chance to show that she could do a, a comedy. And uh, but uh, but it wasn't a comedy. So I mean I don't I still don't think she's had a chance to do that. If if this was a comedy, then I think she definitely should stick to drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the that other was one of those, that was that was one of those movies where it's like, oh, she has a week to live, and it's like, you know, they're gonna find some way to a loophole around that. And I'm like, sure enough, at the end. So not only was it not funny and not engaging, it was just completely and utterly predictable from beginning to end, for me at least. So, yeah, that would be a runner-up to my bottom five. It's always such fun talking with AJ. I want to thank him for being such a terrific guest again. Time now for our promos. And you might have to turn your sound down just a tad for the next few seconds. Hi, comedian Nancy Lombardo here, host of Comedy Concepts, Blog Talk Radio. And when I need my movie fix, you'll know where I'll be found. That's right, every Tuesday at 4 p.m., listening to Betty Jo Tucker on Movie Attic Headquarters, Blog Talk Radio. Show me the funny, Betty, show me the funny. You're listening to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker. She's the real deal in what's happening on film. And if you're not real careful, you might hear the confessions of a movie attic. So get your popcorn and stay right there in your seat for Movie Attic Headquarters. And now back to our feature. Nancy and Steve for those amusing promos and dear listeners be sure to check out Nancy's very funny comedy concept show right here on blog talk radio each Monday and Friday morning at 1030 Eastern time as well as Steve Mendoza's entertaining shows on Dreamstream Radio. And you know there's another very entertaining show on Dreamstream Radio. It's called The Mom and Pop Show, and it's hosted by Mr. Showbiz himself, George Bettinger. And you can listen to that show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Dreamstream Radio at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Well, I see we have some time left, and I'm glad that we do because I wanted to say quite a bit more about Maleficent because I received a very interesting email this morning. It came all the way from Wales from Richard Jack Smith, who's uh, one of our uh, critics for Real Talk Movie Reviews, and he had already heard the score, the background score for Maleficent. Uh, he listens really to all the background scores, and he's uh, very, very up on uh, on that topic. And um, before seeing the movie, he had already heard the background score, and he said that's the best background score so far this year, but he hadn't seen the movie until uh, yesterday. So he wrote me the email, said, I finally saw Maleficent, and there's only one word to say about it, magnificent. <laughs> and he said that he was going to uh, start on his review and uh, have it typed up and sent uh, over to Real Talk Movie Reviews uh, very shortly. So, of course, I can hardly wait to read Richard's uh, review. Uh, but you know, folks, uh, there are many, many critics who don't agree with Richard and with me about Maleficent. And I can understand why reimagining the Sleeping Beauty fairy tale might not sit right with uh, with the fairy tale purists, but I it, I really enjoyed this new approach and the surprises that it contains. Maleficent still features a spindle catastrophe, lots of villainous action, and a true love kiss to awaken Aurora. Yes, uh, I know there's some confusion about revoking the Sleeping Beauty curse, but everything else worked for me, as well as for the audience uh, that attended the same screening I attended. After the movie was over, viewers of all ages applauded as the credits rolled. And by the way, um, if you haven't seen Maleficent yet and you're planning on going, please stay for those credits to hear Lana Del Rey's haunting version of Once Upon a Dream, the popular song from Disney's 1959, Sleeping Beauty. I understand it was um, Angelina Jolie who picked that, that version to be uh, used in Maleficent, and she certainly made a, a very good uh, recommendation uh, for that particular song. Uh, Really, you have to admit that Angelina Jolie is a wonderful combination of brains and uh, and beauty. And sometimes when I see a film, I just have to write a poem about it. And I did this little one about Maleficent. So um, my apologies to the real poets who are listening. Um, this is my little poem that's called, It's Not Easy Being Mean. A fairy needs wings. Without them, she stings. A fairy needs trust. Betray her, she'll bust. Revenge will ensue, a curse she will do. But love comes along. So can she be wrong? And if that be true, how can she undo her curse so unfair on someone so fair? So I hope that that motivates you who haven't seen Maleficent to be sure to see that gorgeous film. As I mentioned before, practically every 
scene in the film. It looks like a, a, a work of art. Sorry to say, our time is almost up, so this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support, and to Nikki Starr for everything she does to make Movie Attic headquarters happen. Thanks also today to Danny Dyer for her wonderful technical assistance, as well as to our chatters and other listeners for tuning in. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Please come back next time when our guest will be the multi-talented Jay Blair Brown, who is an actress, writer, director, publicist, web series producer, and radio talk show host. She, uh, she has many, many shows <laughs> that she has done here on Blog Talk Radio. I can hardly wait to ask Jay Blair where she gets all her energy. It should be another enlightening and entertaining show. In the meantime, don't you forget to check out our reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. You'll find many of A.J. Hockery's reviews there and many of Richard Jack Smith's reviews there, including the Maleficent review that he's about to submit. That's all for now, folks. So let's go out with my favorite rendition of, you guessed it, Hooray for Hollywood.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.